All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Balling Podcast, episode number 230. I usually joke about this, but we actually have an extremely packed week of content because we missed last week and the whole live PGA Tour thing happened. And now we have the U.S. Open beginning in two days from now. And there's just a lot of golf news, basically, Nick. But before we get into that, can I provide a shout out to a special someone? I would actually love if you did that. Okay. I'd like to shout out Nick's grandpa. Thanks for listening or and or watching. True. Uh, we Thank appreciate you. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Papa. Uh, appreciate yeah. you. He he asked for the visual. Um, he wanted to see visual. So, Ladies and gentlemen, you ask, you shall receive the Golf Balling Podcast episode number 230 will be live and available on the Golf Balling YouTube channel that has not posted a video in nine months. So, because it was pregnant yep. and it's now due. It's yep. due, baby. See, exactly. we're, always o- we're always open to constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- shout out to Nick's grandpa for giving us the first piece. And while we still try and hold on to what we have of Mr. Sean Tag, looks like we've bought ourselves a couple of episodes here. I want to shout out a very special listener for hopping in the DMs and saying like, I listen to your podcast and I very much enjoy it. Um, and I wanted to let you know that. And I, I don't want to miss up his name because this was a while ago. You don't know it right now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Kyle. I sent it in the group chat and only Nick responded. And yeah, I want it was whoever Kyle. it's Kyle. I knew it. And I want oh, yeah, Kyle wait, to know that me. only Nick responded yes, and reacted sir. to it. <laughs> so we still are continuing to try and we have i think we have at least two episodes here before sean officially okay first of all this was this was thursday i was Mm. on the course at that time you were busy this weekend i imagine this is a busy this was all week yeah i imagine you were busy and uh maybe we go back i would actually love to hear about i don't know if we want to start with it or we could end with it whatever you how are you feeling about that uh, I mean, I can, yeah, I can talk about my experience. A little headliner. Um, Let's get the headliner out of the way here. I mean, I already pretty much told Nick, you know, most of the story, but for those who don't know, Caddy did like me, corn- fucking cock. Yeah. Jesus. Caddy did in the uh, Corn Ferry Tour BMW Pro Am uh, over the weekend. Well, not over the weekend because we didn't make the weekend, but uh, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> A couple Pro Ams um, for practice rounds, too. My brother, so my brother was the one playing. He played two practice rounds, but I had to work on Damn. Tuesday, so that sucked. I only was there for the Wednesday practice round. Oh, you were there for one. Okay, cool. Did you get yeah. the nicer course or the shittier course? I got the shittier course. <laughs> yeah. So you were at so the um, the BM. What was it's the BMW? It's just like yeah, the BMW like charity program. I don't. I don't oh, know okay. The exact name. Wow, you were there all week surprised you don't know the exact name but anyways you know i was i was more locked in uh you know i saw it in job. i saw in well so for the listeners who are aware of this or unaware of this sean i've actually played in a professional event we won't nick also happened to be yeah there. actually that's a good point um, this was not the first professional event that did. <laughs> we played in a tour red it was me nick and actually an amazing guy named jack and I wish him the best of luck. I wonder what he's up to these days. But Sean was my caddy for it. And Sean's a phenomenal caddy. I don't think – I'm pretty sure people are aware of that. But I'm sure Connor was in good hands. I – uh, you know, on that note, I'd like to note um, – Wow. It's I two feel, notes and three words. <laughs> I know. Yeah, not the best phrasing. But I feel as if I could out-caddy 90% of these professional caddies. These guys out there, they don't do anything. Like they, all the caddies I saw weren't even reading putts. Like really, literally, the the only thing they did was walk the course during like the day before, and then just provide yardages. Do you think that was more because they don't have the same golf knowledge as like what you would want from a caddy, or just because they're like letting the dude be in his own frame, or? Because like I mean I I think I would love for you player. to give a read. Like, I, th- like, I think it play. really depends on the I think it really depends on the player. Like okay. some like it, some don't. Wow. Okay. And on the Corn Ferry Tour, like 
a lot of these guys don't necessarily have the same caddy every week, so maybe that's a part of it. But yeah, it was just of... it was surprising. Yeah, because I, I would want you to, especially Sean. I would want to give give me reads at like definitely read like yardages, course management, as you did, and I probably didn't listen. But every every better player I've ever caddied for has kind of told me to step away. I feel like to just kind of do less. I mean, oh, really? yeah, there it it kind of depends. Like, the there are some stuff there are some gonna... really good players who don't read greens well. Like, I'm pretty sure oh. Zach Blair is like a self admitted horrible green reader. I'm pretty bad. Like, can putt the shit out of the ball, but can't read it. But <laughs> I thought it was funny. There was one of the caddies in my group. He read one putt in the two days, and it was like this three footer for birdie. The pro asked him just to confirm the read. He just, you know, looked at it, said yeah, and pro lipped out on the putt. So he turns to him after the hole. He's like, did you see it going that way? Because uh, it went the total opposite way that they'd both, like, agree- that they'd agreed. Agreed, yeah. And the caddy was like, no, I saw it straight, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and all I could think was like, why the fuck didn't he say anything? He just, Perfect. you know, saw it straight. Would have made it if he just said something. But just... Kept his mouth shut. The one read the entire yeah. week just didn't say You know word. what? I, I agree with the caddy with keeping his mouth shut because if a player, especially a professional player, thinks it's going one way, a lot of the times, you know, you can hit a putt so many different ways. Maybe um, you yeah. probably didn't trust him anyways, the caddy. Like, but... I don't think the caddy is going to like. Yeah, but so if you are just going to agree then yeah. you need to keep agreeing when you're asked about it a second time. You don't okay, yeah, just, maybe that's, yeah. You don't then be honest. Yeah. No, no. Like you're no, either no. honest right away or you're on, you're, or you're never honest. I feel yeah, like, um, with like, for me, I'm, I don't typically, I feel like I don't typically ask for reads, but if I'm playing, especially if I'm on Nick's same team, I'll ask Nick in like important putts, like how he sees this, if I'm going against him and Nick will give me a read. I'm going to trust it fully, but I've also known you guys, like I've known, I I don't even know, like both of you for almost a decade. So it's probably a little bit different, but like, if I see something, if it's an important putt and I see something and then Nick or even Sean comes out here and says like, this is how I see it. I'm going to trust both of you maybe if it becomes a reoccurring theme but like i'm obviously a less caliber golfer than any of these these guys that you were you were paired up with but yeah i would trust i would trust sean here but i get it from nick's standpoint i feel like you're trying to say something here i would get it from your standpoint where i'll take i'll take it like maybe with a grain of salt like if i was canning for you nick and you told me a read and i gave you a different read like eh. You know. No, I would. I, I personally love. I would take into consideration, but I think a lot that comes with putting is confidence. If something's completely off, mm. I'd be pissed. But like, yeah, yeah. If you like, yeah. if you miss right by like, it, there is there is totally an element to making your player comfortable and like instilling their confidence in them. But I don't know if you don't see something the same way, like you either speak up right away or don't speak up at all. So how was it? I mean, it was it was a blast. Yeah, we had a we had a phenomenal group. Um, had one of the like celebrities in my group who was a Hall of Famer at in the College Football Hall of Fame and a Hall of Famer at Ohio State, and he couldn't have been a nicer nicer guy. Um, Aaron Kraft. Now Michael Doss. He won a uh, won a Super Bowl ring with the with the Colts as well but oh yeah I didn't I don't even know who that is um and also if you didn't see my brother's Instagram caption <laughs> so to provide some context to that well, I saw your comment too because I was question I was wondering what it was about and then I saw your comment yeah so this is day one Thursday morning we're the first group off we teed off at 6 45 in the morning Jeez. and yeah first of all that wake up sucked for Pacific Coast standard times that's three that's three in the morning, by the way. Yeah, so that wake up sucked because this course was like 45 minutes away too. Jeez. And so on the second hole, you know, we'd barely really spoken to our pro. He's he's tired at this point. 
And on the second hole, he makes a birdie. And I was just like, hey, big stuff there. <laughs> he just like whips his head around. And he's like, did you just say big stuff? Like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I mean, I like it. I just I just wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard that word. I love it, it's, though. I've never heard. I don't think I've ever heard it, but I absolutely love it. <laughs> I I kind of say it a lot. I think like, I'll have I, to implement that for sure. <laughs> Got some big yeah, stuff in I just, chicken broth. I was just kind of making a point of saying something every time he made a birdie, and I guess he just didn't see it coming. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, you know, group group vibes were high. Um, nice. Would Connor fire? Uh, I know he fired seventy five day one, uh, day two. I don't really know because you know it's a best ball format. You have you know oh, your okay. pro partner, so. And we weren't going to make the cut in the pro am because our division was sixty four pl- or sixty four teams and only six people made the cut. Mm. So as a zero handicap, kind of no shot. shot of making that. Um. So like back nine, second day, like essentially, since Connor's getting no shots, any time he hits a bad shot, he just has to pick up. Like there's no reason to even play the hole. So I don't really know what he would have. Okay, I got you. So what did you guys fire then? Uh, as a team, I think I think it was nine under. That's solid, but I'm sure you guys weren't. Ecstatic. I mean, it was okay. Uh, definitely could have been better. You know, that a couple holes where like both both players made bogeys. Those really hurt. You know, just didn't ham in a good well. Yeah, yeah, or pineapple and pepperoni, as some would say. Um, yeah. Pineapple pepperoni. No, yeah. I, I, it's the best definitely. combo at Domino's. Uh, well, congrats to you know Sean's brother. I won't name names. Uh, good for him. I'm <laughs> right, excited it. for his. No, I won't name names. Uh, excited for his. The better pro, brother for his, for our reoccurring yeah, listener. Definitely. Um, for his debut on the Corn Ferry Tour. And yeah, the first of that. Yeah, first of many. Um, see back out there. Yeah, I so. I would like to say Michael Fiegel's fired 59 in that Thursday round. He was like two groups behind us. I don't know how the fuck there was a 59 out there. Like, the course was pretty short, but you don't have driving in your hands a lot. And the pins were just so fucking ridiculous. Like, every pin was within six yards, yeah, six yards of the edge of a green. Like, every pin was absolutely tucked. There, there was not one that was that like relatively attackable. What do you think so you would have fired if you played it? I I have no idea. I don't know. So were people on the course with vibe was like holy shit, like ow, like honestly, like I didn't even know it was happening until after we finished. <laughs> like I was sitting in player dining, and I was like, oh shit, Michael Fiegels is about to rip fifty nine. Yeah, tough for him not to finish. In the in the top ten, yeah, he didn't in top ten it after a fifty nine. No, he did not play well the rest of the week. Rough, oh, man, rough, rough there. But great weekend for Illinois golf. Um, I guess Connor included because he's part of state of Illinois. Um, yeah, TPS baby, baby shot it out. Yeah, so um, yeah, great for great for Illinois golf. ADC won the Corn Ferry. Yeah, you guys his debut. You guys hit up cookout. We did not. Damn. Waffle House? No. Chick-fil-A? Uh, we didn't go to any like fast food places. What? You're down uh, south, man. I mean, Zaxby's? all of our meals, all of our meals were either like local restaurants or like in player dining. Yeah, that's a good way. <laughs> not too shabby. I, I was thinking maybe that... on the drive home, you guys were or took the flight home, actually, so never mind. The player dining was pretty lit, though. Oh, cool! You know, day one they had some uh, some pot roast. It was really good. Ooh, wow. Day two they had steak tacos, also really good. Nice. And then day three they had brisket, which was by far the Ooh. best. It was it was some really good brisket. That sounds good. A little southern yeah, hospitality nice. for you. I mean, I guess with that all that PIF money, they can. Yeah, uh, right. They got a little, a little spending money. <laughs> Apparently, I saw some. I saw some caddies tweeting about the 
So like the amateur caddies were allowed to be in the player dining, but the professional caddies have to dine separately. And the spread for the professional caddies was really bad. Oh wow. Like it was just like bread and peanut butter. Ew. Bread and yeah, peanut butter. and it's not even toasted. Uh, I mean, there jelly. was a toaster. Okay. Well, but I don't want to toast it myself. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was rough. Uh, but that actually leads me to another point: is it was unbelievable how many times my brother got confused for one of the professionals. Like during our oh, practice really? round. Yeah, there was there was dining during our practice round too. And we went up to one of the volunteers and we were like, Hey, hey like where can we where can we go to eat? And he's well like, Well the pros, you know, you guys go in there, but you caddy, like you have to go elsewhere. You're not allowed in there. <laughs> and I was like, There's no way that's accurate. Like I'm allowed to go wherever. So <laughs> I found like a couple more volunteers and they were finally just like, Yeah, if you guys aren't pros, right? And so they let us in, but the starter, like during our practice round, we also took a cart and the guy in the pro shop was like, no, you professionals aren't allowed to take carts. Like you should know that. And Connor was once again, just like, yeah, I'm not a, not a professional. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't sound wrong, but the corn fairy tours would treat professionals and their caddies a little worse, you know? <laughs> well, that's, that's yeah. same on the PGA tour. Nice. Awesome. Like there were a lot of places where caddies aren't allowed in the locker rooms, or certainly not allowed in like the dining areas. Mm -hmm. well, so like, good. let's think about you know, it. let's give rights to caddies. It's it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Let's not treat them like second class citizens. What is this? Nineteen forty two. When did women get rights to vote? It yeah, wasn't nineteen forty two. Probably more like nineteen eighties. I think it's fitting for. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, the way the PGA Tour is going, that caddies are second-class citizens, so I think it fits perfectly. I think that's, you know, if I were a caddy... Investors. They're treated like women in Saudi Arabia. I get I'm it. I'm pretty sure caddies are treated a lot better in Saudi Arabia, actually. <laughs> I think the live tour, I think the live tour kind of takes care of the caddies a little more. Well, that's good. Is that, that's good. Is that a leap? So, I mean, there was a big live pga thing going on this week and then there was also you know we have the u.s open in a couple of days i don't know if you guys were trying to touch here on live um i have one note actually for live and that's that the partnership lacks a name i don't really know yeah. why that's important um, i mean it's it's not important <laughs> as, <laughs> but like, that's my one note my my one thing is Jackson, you were always a very anti. You became very anti live. Well, um, I didn't start that way. Yeah, you didn't start that way. So are we coming? Like I'd love to know. Yeah. Um. Which, what's, what's your opinion? You imagine, like, you like imagine I'm Rory McIlroy. All right, so I'll tell you. Well, I don't like live, but I think the long term of golf, this will be a beneficial move. I just don't like live and I, I don't, I think it, yeah. Dominoes. Yeah. I, that was actually one of the better impressions Jackson's done. Like it wasn't horrible. There were certain words that were pretty decent in there. That's back to back after the Australian horoscope. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> um yeah i mean i think this whole deal is really hard to provide like comments on because really everything that keeps coming out yeah everything that keeps coming out keeps changing and it, a lot of it's contradictory and like the live guys are acting like this is the biggest win in the world for them when it <laughs> doesn't seem like it is in any way live could go away like tomorrow <laughs> i think i mean i think if the deal goes through like live will certainly go away it There's doesn't not make much, sense. Not it doesn't make sense to have, to have two professional tours under one umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, sounds... But I, I also don't really think the deal is going to go through. Oh wow! Really? I think DOJ is stopping that. Wow. The Department of Justice. Yeah, I mean, there the uh, the investigation's already been launched. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was that deep. John Rahm. Um... Nice to see you on live. Um, it's gonna be cool. Wow. Uh, and then I think Brooks is the biggest winner 
I like his press conference today. He just said, like, I'll see you at the Travelers next week. No shit. Did he really? Yeah. And John Rahm's Rahm's press conference was pretty odd today. Like, kind of seemed like a farewell to the PGA Tour a little bit. Wow. (laughs) Well, the big talks before were, like, that he was possibly going to go over to live and, like, that was why the conversations i don't know i saw a rumor like that started wow i mean i guess i'm not surprised by that if i'm surprised by anything it's that he didn't go over sooner wow just because he's so close to phil he's close to sergio like he's all of his buddies all of his buddies are kind of over there but Mm. yeah i also just feel like if you stuck it out this long like what changed why are you going now yeah, it's been over a yeah, year. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Maybe he's gonna get more money. I don't know. He's maybe they, maybe they want to keep live. I, I I don't think they're gonna want to give up live like easily as well. Like I as much as I think. Yeah, but that also wouldn't be like if this deal does go through. That's completely Jay Monahan's call. And is it? He would have. Man. Yeah. Dude's a it's not I don't guy. know. I feel like I, I feel I feel like this is the what's his name? Um Yasir. Yasir. I think this is Yasir's baby. Like this is his like No, it it's certainly not Yasir's baby. I don't think Yasir gives a shit about Liv. Yasir just wanted Yasir just wanted involvement in golf. And he wanted to be involved in the PGA tour. That wasn't really an option, so he started this own thing. Like, like this whole thing. Like it, yeah, I it, he just really wanted a seat at the table at the end of the day. I don't think he actually gives a shit about Liv. It's Greg Norman's baby, if anything, and he's completely cut out. Like he's irrelevant. That's sad. Yeah, that is really tough for Greg. No, it's not sad. He lost it all. He just wanted team golf, man. And PLL wouldn't do anything. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, that that was a week ago today. Um, still baffles me great television if there are script i'm starting to think there's script writers for golf because like my god it just feels like they've been recording all this like did netflix do all this i'm still they should have made a better show but like it feels like they could have just recorded all this and created this for a great documentary apparently they recorded the reaction yeah yeah, they said that the cameras were rolling when the announcement came out. I wasn't aware they I were doing they a season it. two. Yeah. Oh, that got green a little while ago. I think it might be time to watch Full Swing. Now that everything's kind of... I hope this second season of Full Swing, like, they got a second chance at doing this. Like, holy shit, like, you had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity with, like, Liv coming to golf, and now you got another like even more once in a lifetime yeah so they do a good fucking job netflix that's my my thing like make this really really good because you have all of it in the world if yeah i assume they will i feel like netflix eh, i guess netflix originals can be hit or miss but they did good with full swing but it wasn't like they could have probably encapsulated the drama between the two Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the whole live I, I, on paper. I don't really even know the the specifics of it on paper. I guess it. I was probably good for golf in the long run, and yeah, you know, it's something that had to happen. But once again, like the specifics, the details, they seem very, very murky. unspecific. Yeah, very murky. I just still can't believe. Jay Monahan got up in a press conference knowing that the DOJ was going to be taking a look at this deal and said, like, hey, this was to eliminate a competitor, which, you know, this is a big antitrust issue already. Like, that's just the dumbest thing you can say in that situation. Jay Monahan. Jay Monahan's an idiot. One thing that really I, rubbed I me the wrong way. I think he's just so bad at interviews. I think he's just such a bad spokesman. I, one thing that really pissed me off was how he was like, I really regret not going to the 9-11 victims beforehand. And 
it I don't know. That just seems so stupid to me. Like obviously 9-11 was tragic, but what was the other quote? Like Jay Monahan said, I 100% believe that these people were not behind 9-11. Like there's so much 9-11 talk um, that I was not anticipating the PGA Tour to like speak on 9-11 well, ever. Uh, the second quote about not being behind 9-11, that was Jimmy Dunn. Because he's oh he had a big thing, yeah. He's but maybe it was Don that I'm talking about. Yeah, I, oh, yeah obviously like respect yeah, Jay's, and Jay's brought up 9/11 many times. Like rip to the 9/11 losses, but like that was over 20 years ago. I mean, yeah, it's more of like they brought that in. They they should have never really like why was it? Yeah, why is it even? A, why are they talking about it? I don't well, really. Well, they they're talking about it because of Saudi Arabia's involvement in that and that was yeah like i mean 9 11 itself is pretty it's murky more, so was, i don't know it, why they're trying to get even deeper into these waters okay it's 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 not really murky um well it is pretty murky just, because like a country like it was like a big threat it was like a big act of violence um I thought you were saying like it was a conspiracy. I thought you were going into. Well, I I do think the details are okay. murky, um, but anyway, we're not most make details this 9/11 are, most details are murky. I'm not being. I'm not a nine eleven conspiracist right. here. I'm just saying like I don't know why it was. It's like a. It's a weird subject as it is. I don't know why it really needs to be brought up twenty plus years later, um, and Jay Monahan just seems to love talking about nine eleven. So. Um, I guess he's got only a couple more months till he can, you know, do like a full tribute or something. But oh god, oh. it's just I, it's just weird. I, I don't like Jay Monahan. I, I, I would imagine most players on the tour feel the same way in general, but especially now as well. Not because of the nine eleven comments, but in general. So everything's revolved around money, and we always knew that, and now it's like obvious you think like yeah whatever it's uh but it's cool that it all happened right before uh the rbc canada um shout out canada just quick shout out for them yep. Um, yep they almost hopefully the u.s open can live up to the canadian open i agree but it was fun seeing a brit brit lose it to the canadian it was i loved the um I watched it. I watched Sunday because of Rory, and obviously Rory again. It's like back to back weeks didn't win, and like yeah, kind of the, shit the bed. The live bots so, are ha- were having a field day. Were they loving one. it? Yeah. yeah. So I was watching Ro- it, but I was just pleased. Rory with always chokes. Rory's the biggest choker yeah. ever. Yeah. It was a really bad round by Rory on Sunday. So it's because he always chokes. It was Rory's a-, a massive choker. It really was a great tournament, and it was from phenomenal finish. And I, as the as the playoff holes kept going, I was surprised it was we got into four. Then he sinks that what like seventy something putt, and it's the yeah. Canadian, and it was just so cool. I thought it was very cool. So PGA, I honestly, I've I've watched every single PGA event probably since the Masters. And I think it's really been cool. I haven't done this in years. It's really cool seeing a lot of guys consistently at the top of the leaderboard. Like, obviously, you have Rory McIlroy, but, like, one guy that keeps poking out to me – I don't have the leaderboard, but, like, one guy who keeps poking out to me is Adam Shank. Is that his name? The guy who almost won the Memorial. Was it the Memorial? Uh, you know who I'm talking about? Maybe it wasn't. No, the Charles Schwab. It was the Charles Schwab. He almost okay. won the Charles Schwab. He lost in the playoff to uh, Grio, the Argentinian, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, now I keep seeing – this was like three weeks ago. I keep seeing this dude's name. Like, he's always – like, now he keeps at least top 25-ing it. It's just cool because I haven't watched this much golf in so long, and it's crazy because the leaderboards look so similar week to week that I just continuously am seeing the same names at the top of the leaderboard. So I'm feeling pretty locked in with my U.S. Open picks. In fact, I even did a deep dive. I mean, I feel like a lot of the reason, like with all the elevated events, like the hope is that they look pretty similar. But I think 
one positive is even if the leaderboards have looked fairly similar in terms of like who's in contention, we've had a lot of different winners. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant that more as a positive for, and it's not like the same. The leaderboards are the same. I'm I'm saying for the guys like I don't even think his name's Adam Shane, but like the guy who almost won against Rio against Charles yeah. Schwab. Yeah, it's it's just cool seeing like a lot of these reoccurring names because I just haven't watched this much golf in so long. I usually just watch like the big. It's the big like ass S- events on Sunday. Yeah, S C H E N K. Yeah, no, it's yeah. pronounced Adam Shank. Yeah. Right. Oh, his name's Adam too. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I've been watching golf. Congrats. Yeah. Well, shout out YouTube TV. Making it worth it. So you guys trying to get into some US Open talk here. We're less than 20, we're less than 48 hours from the first tee. Do you, yeah, do, you want, the, do you think the you think rough is long this week? Or? I think it might be. Do you think the greens are fast? I it, I I think so. I don't know. Well, I have, they, a, I have they, a feeling. Okay. The the talk this year though is that this U.S. Open is like more of a friend, a little bit more friendly of a course. Still like more fun. Open fairways. Yeah. It's um. Did, did so you it's an attacker's course. Did you guys know there's a two ninety par three? No. <laughs> no, really. I did oh. not know that. At all. <laughs> No. Oh, you, heard, you haven't seen that one yet? Do you also know that there's five par threes for the first time since 1947? I haven't heard that all week. Um, I also which like is cool, the, by the uh, way. Is it? I can't remember. What's the short par three? 14, 16, something like that. I don't know. It there's might... a short where it's something where they have like one of the they might have one of the shortest par threes, yeah, longest par 70... three, shortest par fours, and longest par fours in like U.S. Open history or something. Sunday, it could play 78 yards. It is, I like that. That's awesome. And I just think that's sick. What and is I, it? The predator? What's the catch? Nothing oh, yeah, from Sean. That... Come on, man. We got a predator reference out here. Neither nothing from neither of you. Come on, you go up to the you you pull up to the predator, you're playing like the fifth hole, and it's a 70, and you see it on the screen. 76 yard par three, and you're like, all right, what is it the biggest tree to ever exist in the oh, middle of the fucking hole? Are you talking about like that Rory McIlroy course? No, I'm talking about the classic EA Sports Tiger Woods Predator I course. Yeah, I, I don't, don't remember the course. specifics of it. Dude, how do you not remember? In high school, all I would do is play. The, oh, I would play wait. all those events. It, play the Predator. Yeah, is man. The, predator, yeah, like, if, the one with uh, the par five, it's like dogleg, hard dogleg. Yeah, I think so. It's probably like Our 700 yards. There's right. yeah, a fucked course. There's a the, the yeah, signature I remember, hole. I don't remember the specifics uh, of the hole. Their so signature hole. Stupid. No, it's not a specific of a hole. Their signature hole. If I the one hole I remember on the Predator course, outside of like a tree being in every single fairway multiple multiple times on each hole, is there's a signature water. There's a waterfall in the back, and there's it's just water. Like there's no rough. There might be a bunker or two, but it's just a classic. It's like 180 over water, and there's just literally no rough at all, except maybe a bunker or two, and that's the signature hole of the Predator. I wonder if anyone's remade that on like the golf club or PGA Tour TK21. I guarantee it. Now I actually kind of want to Google. I'm gonna just I'm Google the Predator the signature hole. The videos. Well, I mean, let's let's just get into. Should we just oh, do U.S. Open work. picks? Well, Sean, do you want my background real quick? Sure. Okay. All right. So we have the U.S. Open this week here at Los Angeles Country Club, or as the locals say, LACC. Uh, it was actually hosted the 2017 Walker Cup, as we all remember, which was the U.S.'s second largest margin of victory ever in Walker Cup history. The U.S. team included players as Scotty Scheffler, as we all are aware, Cameron Champ, I haven't heard his name in a while, Kyle Morikawa, Zach Wills Alatoris, and of course, our fan favorite in Doc Redman um, it is the same designer as Riviera. And the Playboy Mansion is on one of the holes on the back nine. And apparently it's a big angle course. Um, so now that we know everything you about you mentioned the, LACC, you mentioned it was the second largest Walker Cup victory. Uh-huh. Can you name where the largest was? I didn't. I'm 99% sure I know this, but I'm fact checking myself. Oh, I have no idea. I've never uh, watched a Walker Cup in my life. I'll look it up. I mean, it, I actually it, it, don't really know Walker time. Cup. Pine Valley. Where and when? Or, uh, yeah, where is Pine Valley and when was that? They've hosted two. I don't remember which year uh, it was. 
There was one year, I believe. Oh, wait, wait. Let me guess the, the stage, national team. Pine oh, you don't know where Pine Valley is? It's the number California. one golf course. In, it's the number one golf course in the world. California. No. No? Nope. Could not be. Am like, I close or no? Couldn't, almost couldn't be further away. If you can't hear it or watch it, I'm biting my pen. Um, wait, I'll get it with this next one. Wait, give me three guesses. Give me two more. Um, so we're not close with California. I'm gonna go with North Carolina. Uh, I mean, you're closer, closer, but still not very close. The other one, Sean, is not. It is. Do you want me to tell you? Pine Valley, no. It's not at Pine. It um the one at Pine Valley. You're talking largest margin of victory. Was yeah, I'm talking about the largest margin. Of Pine Valley. Wasn't there one at in... Pine Valley where the internationals didn't win a single match? Like they only halved three. That has to be the largest margin then. I only I don't I'm are we talking about the same Pine Valley that's in um New York? They've only played two and the, it was ten and a half, one and a half. Oh wait, ten and a half, one. Yeah, ten and a half, one and a half. That sounds right. Oh, Pine Valley in Tennessee. No, you no. you just got further away from your last guess pretty significantly. Georgia. I told you Tennessee was further away than New York, and you went with Georgia. Well, because you said I was close. I can't to believe North you Carolina. don't know this. Um, I said you were closer than California with North Carolina. Oh, uh, the Pine Valley in Mississippi. That's uh, New Jersey, dude. No fucking shit. The best golf course in the world is in the state of New Jersey. Yes. The state of New Jersey where they literally tip cows for fun, like in the movie Cars. That is crazy. Certainly does not happen in the state of New Jersey. But since you brought up... I know for a fact that does occur or it has occurred before. Um, Since you brought up the movie Cars, uh, Larry the Cable Guy was in this BMW Pro-Am. the hell is Larry the Cable Guy? He plays Mater. How do you not know who Larry the Cable Guy is? Larry the Cable Guy plays a character in Cars. Wait, yeah, the, he plays Mater. the truck with the tow truck. Yeah, <laughs> he was at the he was at the prime. I talked to him for like twenty minutes. Oh Great my guy. god, that is crazy! All right, this is in Camden Country. Let's see when this is. My dad used to live in, I think, New Jersey. Camden Country on map. It's like closer to Philly. Ooh, this matters. If that makes sense, like, cause... oh yeah, it is right by Philly. Okay. Ooh, now I have a district of all the others. Oh, About twenty nine, thirty six districts in New Jersey. Anyways, the Pine Valley doesn't even matter. Um, wow, that's good to know though. The greatest course in the country is New Jersey. Um, that just goes to show you where the state of golf is. L- but... L.A. Open, anyways. Uh, or the uh, U.S. Open at L.A. Country Club. Mm. I want. I'd love to hear your picks, Jackson. Well, I'd love to hear. I want to give a quick briefer, real quick, on who has the course record, to my knowledge. Does anyone want to take yeah. a guess? I'm sure you're all uh, aware of it. I actually, think it's oh. a 61 with Max Homo. It is a yeah. 61 with Max Homo. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to know? Uh, Pac-12. Yep. And where did Max Homo go to college? How? UC Berkeley. I did not know that until about two hours ago. Which is cool. Like I guess I'm a Max Homa fan. Uh, Morikawa is okay. So I actually have 10 picks here, or not 10 picks for like our betters. I have 10 names and one of them will win okay. it. I guarantee you. And I actually think both of you will agree. Uh, I'm not trying to get in that real quick. Should we get into our picks and sleepers? Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, my pick's going to be Victor Hovland, actually. I, I think the obvious slash safe bet is Scotty Shuffler and Kyle Morikawa. Um, or Max Homa even, but I'm going Victor Hovland. I think he's on fire. Did you see that recent video he made, by the way, where he, he was like chipping golf balls in his house? Oh, I did yes. Psycho. Uh, you you got to look it up. He like makes a joke about how his short game's the worst on tour and then he said he's been working on it and like chips a golf ball into his house <laughs> and it just makes the loudest noise in his face it is so priceless he's just like oh <laughs> i love victor hovland he's probably the most likable golfer on earth uh yeah dude's dude's the man true 
Uh, it's not a bad pick at all. He's no, hot. He's, not. he's yeah. hot. But I think sexy right guy, pick, man. His body fat. The right low. pick is what? Yeah, the, his body fat's low. The right pack pick is a name you did say. It, it is Scotty Scheffler. And yeah, it really is. He, it, because he switched putters, and we all oh. know what happens when you switch putters. Got a thicker putter in the bag. Yeah, I mean, it's not a mallet, which a lot of people want him to go to a mallet. It's like the wide neck. Um, but anytime you toy with the putter, I feel like if he's feeling good with it, which I assume he is because he's Scotty, um, he's probably going to win the US Open. I mean, yeah, his ball, striking's been, his ball striking has been too good not to if he can just putt average. Yeah. like, and If he can I just don't... make a putt outside of three feet the entire week, like he'll be yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's one of those things I think a lot of good like people understand when you have a when you put a new putter in the bag and it's not you're you're not doing it like on purpose when you just need to toy around when something's not working, the confidence you get when putting a new good putter in the bag, money. Money week for Scotty. Bang, bang, bang. Give it to me. It's great. Pick. If he puts badly this week, I think he needs to fully embrace the mallet though. Yeah, go mallet. I mean, go mallet or go home. They'll say you'll watch like a tournament, any tournament, and they'll be like, Sky Scheffler is the worst, one of the worst putters this week. And what is it? What's the stat of stroke? Is it strokes game? Yeah, they'll be like, he's like in the bottom five of strokes game putting, and he's like one off. Of... Yeah, because he's <laughs> like everything else is so fucking. He's good. been having just historically unbelievable ball striking performances. Yeah, I think it's a great pick. I didn't want to go with the obvious. I feel like Scotty's the obvious pick here, or he should be the favorite for multiple reasons. Who you got, Sean? Uh, so as I like to do, I'm sticking with my pick from the start of the year, and I feel particularly good about this one after last week. I'm going Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> How do we tell him, Nick? Yeah, no. enter well, enter okay. editor Steve enter the um the Mr. Krabs with SpongeBob washing the the table. How do we tell him? I just feel like he's him, he's going to be out for vengeance this week. I um, actually don't know if Tommy Fleetwood will ever win a PGA Tour event at this point. Yeah, uh, like it sounds crazy to say, but like I actually don't know if it'll ever happen. Well, I'm a big Tommy Fleetwood guy. I know. So I, I just, just want to see it happen. I respect it. I yeah. I I want to I, wanted I was to. rooting for him. I was yeah. like I want like him really to be hard villain. rooting for him. <laughs> yeah, like... And then he lost. And then I was like, oh, it's kind of funny that like the Brutals... hilarious. This dude can't yeah. win at all. Like no matter what on the tour. Yeah, I for think some reason I would almost put yeah. And this isn't a tour event, but I would almost put like there's is less than like five percent. Yeah, less than zero percent chance that he wins. Especially at the US. I would, I would hammer that bet for sure. Yeah. Like, I, wish, I don't know what it is, but like, he's an awesome, great player. Great he's not going to win. I mean, yeah, it's, it's an unlikely pick, but I'm rolling with it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do, um, let's do snake draft, Sean. Who's your sleeper? Oh, I didn't even pick a sleeper. I, I don't, I don't really. What is this? Your first episode? We've done 230 of them. I, I hate when we do the sleepers. I wonder if a sleeper's ever won on the pod before. I think we have had a sleeper win okay. like a long time ago. Doc Redman. You know, uh, I think my sleeper is going to be John Rom. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, fuck, I don't really care. I'd take it. I've I've done that several times. <laughs> I usually do that. I'll give it to you. Can we for count sure. Spieth as a sleeper. He isn't. He isn't one. I would know. give you Spieth as yeah. a sleeper for sure. I don't feel good about Spieth at all. I just, I just <laughs> saw his name and I'm. I just want it to happen. What if he went with Doc Redman? <laughs> no, I'm picking with my heart this week. <sighs> all right. I don't think this is a sleeper, but my. Or you know what? I'll give. I'm gonna give two sleepers. Our sleepers like, are almost never sleepers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My like realistic sleepers gonna just be Sahith. Like, go put money on. Oh Sahith. wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and then like my sleeper sleeper is uh Frankie Capan. Or I don't even know that is. Uh, he played at Florida Gulf Coast and oh. Alabama before that. Oh, it's I think I've seen nutty. him at a bar before. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him at a bar. Um, <laughs> no, he's like he wasn't. He uh he last Q school. I think he's he's shot some insane scores in Q school, been lighting it up. So 
Watch him make some noise. Great ball striker. Nice. Yeah, that's a that's a sleeper right there. I actually mm-hmm. feel weird about my sleeper now because I tried to get a sleeper. Anyone want to take a guess? He's not from America. Uh, I thought, uh, and his name's not Rory. Earl Phillips. I don't know who that is. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, I I don't want to take a guess. I have no idea. Awesome. It's Tyrell Hatton. I love it. I I, love I, it. I I don't think it's a bad sleeper at all. I think it qualifies as a sleeper. Let me know what you guys are thinking. Like, I get it in the sense of he's a good yeah. golfer, but I don't think he's – maybe betting-wise, he's probably not a sleeper, but I – I mean, what are the chances Tyrell Hatton actually – No, he's like it? the one – I feel two, like he's probably three, around 25. Five. 15 at best. He's I feel got like the uh, 13th best odds. Wow, I feel like that's very generous, and it's just based on how he's been playing so, recently. Yeah, no, he's got the 13th He's a very good golfer. Odds. Yeah, not according to one of the podcasters on this episode. Um, Oh, me? No, he is a really good golfer. He's I'm a Terrell Haddon fan. Mm. I've changed. I've gone at full. I've done a Mm. full 180. Can I add another sleeper? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Brooks Kepka. Okay, good one. That's a good one. Any more? Does anyone? Any more sleepers, guys? I'll throw Uh, in Rory uh, as a sleeper. Can I add another sleeper as well? Uh, I'm gonna go with not Bryson DeChambeau. Because okay. I yeah, saw a good. clip. I saw a clip from Foreplay on TikTok where they were interviewing him, and he said they said that he was hitting drives for like four hours. Ooh. And he says he's just trying to figure it out. Ooh. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that. This isn't That's, even. A and actually, you know course. what? I, you know what? I want to talk about this clip. That course I saw is wide Bryson. open. I want to. I want to talk about this clip that I saw from Bryson. He was talking about how he wants to get back to the way he was hitting the ball in 2018. How that was his peak ball striking. Was he even hitting it good? That was he oh. had four wins that year. That was before. Yeah, but... That was like well before he bulked up. Like was it two playoff wins in the U.S. He Open? wasn't hitting the ball particularly well. No, U.S. Open was twenty twenty. Oh shit! But it's just fascinating that Bryson is finally admitting <laughs> that twenty eighteen when he was small before his bulk, that was the best he ever hit the ball. Like no fucking shit. <laughs> Oh, everyone looks good, said though. that it. Everyone said that hitting the ball far as shit wasn't going to be sustainable. But now but he Bryson's, looks. Good. But Bryson's some super genius, and now all of a sudden he's like, "Oh yeah, everything I did was really dumb." Well, Sean, you're a smart guy. Walk me through the stages of what is it? A theory? What is it where you go like a hypothesis? You had to do this in like the scientific science method. Class. The science. Walk me through the scientific method. That's exactly what Bryson's doing here. Evaluate. You know what? Um, hypothesis, trial, error, re- redo it. Bang. Might happen this week. He, now that you said it, I think he could have just went like a little less. Like I don't think he had to go like all fat, all out. Yeah, there was. <laughs> like, there he didn't was... have to go all fat. He didn't have to gain fifty pounds of fat. There, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with putting stronger. on a little bit of speed, <laughs> but like completely transforming your body in an unhealthy way to try and hit it like on par with the long drive guys like no shit that's not gonna work out well yeah like i I think there was like the mental like you want to hit it far yeah we get it bryson like hitting it far is gonna help but i take seven or eight protein shakes a day two in the morning one on the course one at lunch another at the course one at dinner one in between that one for a post post workout snack I just found that so amusing, or I find that whole saga so amusing because Bryson likes to think he's so much smarter than everybody else. What is and I blame? Just, uh, I blame it Hogan just worked. Wolfen. It just worked out so terribly, and I don't think he gets enough shit for it. <laughs> well, he's on live, so no one really cares anymore. <laughs> that I, is very I, true. I blame Hogan Molson though. I wonder what he's up to. I haven't heard so that name in ads for Abercrombie <laughs> golf. I think. Those those TikToks are so cringy, dude. Oh my god, uh, they were so bad back in the day. <laughs> yeah, all those were so bad. Anyways, um, do you guys I'll... want to? Um, and this is financial advice, by the way. Do you guys want to hear my? Do you want to hear? Here, let me think of a name. Jackson's eight picks for the week. 
Yeah. Sure. But we'd also like to note this is not financial advice. This is financial. This is actually, or it's not financial advice, but like, I actually feel really good about this. And I think you guys will too. I guarantee you the winners of one of these eight names. But let's also. No, put the mortgage on it. Ryan Lipson, if you're listening to this, put the mortgage on these bets, man. Come on, bro. Be careful about what we're saying. What do you, what do you trust me? I'm about to promote this episode. We got all these new listeners thinking like, oh, shit, this <laughs> fuck, let me pull up FanDuel. Um, yeah, this isn't financial advice, but I actually feel really confident with it. But if you've listened to our previous podcast, if you're not a reoccurring listener, uh, I usually you know that we're almost right. never right. Yeah. So here are my five. Here are my here are Jackson's five locks of the week. OK. I thought you had 10, then you had eight. Now you have I know. Five. I Where thought I had eight. I, I thought I had eight, but there's a couple commas here okay. in parentheses. Um, if I could Jackson get doesn't get want. any of these, if if the winner isn't from any of these, Jackson will stop talking. Let me. S- he won't talk to anyone for a month. He won't speak a word for a Sounds month. Sounds like the dream for him. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson will not reach out to anyone for a month. I just penciled in a ninth guy here. Um, I'll try and think of a tenth. All right, just read them off. All right, here are my five locks of the week, okay? And I actually think these are good locks, and they're pretty obvious for probably a hardcore golf man. Victor Hovland, Scotty Scheffler, Colin Morikawa, Brooks Kepka, Rory McIlroy, okay? My four sleepers of the week are Adam Scott, Max Homa, Tyrell Hatton, and Denny McCarthy. And I really, really think one of those nine players will win this event. You put Like, Scottie I really think there? 100%. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted Scotty to pick Scotty, but I thought it was too obvious. Like, I just don't I, know why Scotty won't win this tournament. Another thing people are also like... I'm going to pencil in Zally as a sleeper, think, just so we get that on record. Is, is he playing? No, he's out for the year. Dude, the that's... Well, already um, cross that out. We'll get back. I think this would have been a Zalatoris major if he was healthy. Right? Like, I don't know why. I just, like... Right? Um, he can kind of hit the ball anywhere, and then... okay um get keep talking because i'm gonna go i'm gonna get i'm gonna lock in my last sleeper here okay max homa is another guy that you know i've been seeing a lot of hate on him because he had a lot of favoritism for him being a california guy i think he could come out and shoot some really low scores if he feels comfortable at this track personally probably breaking news one, two, three. I, I hope he proves people. I read an article that was like, he's, you know, he's proven everyone right with how shitty he's played the last like couple weeks, and like he's probably not the right pick, and he's inflated. And I'm like, I hope he proves all of them wrong. Like this would be a sick, this would be super awesome if Max Homa did win this major. Like that would be the greatest storyline. So yeah, it would. Golf's rigged. Yeah, they would do that. Um, so I just found out that because I mentioned it earlier in our in our deep dive. It's the same designer as Riviera, right? Uh, six of my nine picks top tend it at Riviera this year. I just want the record to show that fully, and I wasn't aware of that. Wow. And I also want to say really quickly, is Maverick McNeely playing in this event? I would assume. Because, yeah, I mean, he was in the U.S. group from the Walker Cup. He top tended at Riviera. I'm going to just throw in his name. That's like a real sleeper. I know you guys – won't give me the props, but I think that's fully deserving of props. I'm going to go Maverick McNeely as my, my 10th and final oh, pick here. He's actually not. Fucking con- or I actually con- considered putting him as – or picking him as one of my sleepers, but uh, – I really – there's no way. If you pick Xander Shoffley ever to win a golf tournament, I'm pretty sure you're stupid. But um, you know what? Let's just – is he, is Grio playing? I'm just going to go Grio here as my 10th sleeper. I don't feel great that's about it. One. I'd love to actually. I'd love to go with like Taylor Moore, but um, or JT even. But I'm gonna go Grio. Hopefully he's playing in that. Yeah, he is. Okay. So just another fun fact, like of the top five, like I had three in my of at Riviera this year. I had three of them as my picks. So um, it's not financial advice, but like I actually put some work into this one. So I I don't think it's bad. I, I really don't think, and I know it's 10 picks, but I, I really, I don't think either of you would actually be surprised if one of them won it. Because, I mean, it's 10 people, but still. I don't think it's that bad of a job, is my point here. So, yeah. 
All right. Come on, Sean. Give me well, some. Give me something. I mean, I'm looking. I'm obviously looking for something here. Yeah, it's a pretty straightforward <laughs> list. Like, those were difficult calls. If you're gonna pick ten names, like a lot of those names are gonna be in there. It's they're just not surprising. I like uh, the only thing I will say the USGA's whoever's running the social team or like the the funnies they're doing a really good job with the communication. There's mm-hmm. a lot of funny stuff um, with like the Adam Hadwin construction vest, um, the Joel Damon like parking in a different parking lot. Um, Did it really? Yeah, there's like there like, he's, not, miss, he's missing the cut. No, there there was a sign that said like player parking lot A and mm, he's like Joel Damon, please proceed to lot F. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So it's a gag. Yeah. Players time I was out actually shocked they did that. That was, that was kind of funny. Yeah, player time player timeout clock club hospitality room, lifetime members have priority. Ian, Tommy, Henrik, Matt, and Tyrell. Um, for guys who get all upset. Um, player laundry service available in the locker room compliments of usga um and then <laughs> there's two stars except for adam scott because he always <laughs> won <laughs> us open darts uh and the star priority given to european players um courtesy car prohibit driver list meredith scheffler and danny lee i want to know the story behind the Meredith Scheffler. Um, <laughs> like, um, does anyone know? Like that that's gotta be no. uh, I do yeah. Yeah. So and then player loss credential graveyard. Like they they did hats off to them. All right. Yeah. The I mean I feel like just Golf social media has been really trying to step up its game recently. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's got to be a new good good coming. True. Because good good. I, you know what's kind of funny is like, I don't, I feel like they're kind of, they don't hear much about them. I feel yeah. Like. And then you check their views and they're like, oh, they're fine. Doing well. Uh, I, I saw, I, actually, I did see they were getting like roasted for the good, good championship, but why? Uh, apparently the production was pretty bad. I guess it is like a five hour video. Jeez. And like, I don't know. I didn't listen or read through all the criticism, but like the GoPro footage is just horrible. Like it's unwatchable. You can't, it's blurry as shit. Wow. It's like a golf ball video. It's worse than uh, a golf ball video. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know what the other yeah, criticisms were, but like I know their editor was... made a video like apologizing for it. Oh, really? Who was it? Do you know? Yeah editor yeah colin <laughs> this is funny um i keep seeing i'm back on tiktok now which is really annoying but uh i keep seeing all these stupid good good like challenge holes like i keep seeing this guy he's like playing a hole every day until he plays around with good good and I keep seeing them and they keep having like 75,000 likes or they'll have like They'll just be, and it's the just. Shut, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna be gonna be the, the next member of Good Good. I don't want the guy to know, but like I just, they're so they just piss me off, and um, I keep seeing it. So yeah, we have. Um, I just re-downloaded Snapchat. I'm thinking about ending the Cosmo horoscopes, or I've been actually planning on ending Thank the God. Cosmo horoscopes. Yeah. No, I'm good with that um, one. I hate downloading this stupid app, Snapchat. I accidentally changed my Bitmoji. I don't know when that occurred. I look like an idiot. Uh, I'm 23, by the way. I'm about to be 24 in a month, and I'm on Snapchat right now. It's talking okay about my Bitmoji. I know, but I'm like, I mean. Yeah, you shouldn't be talking about your Bitmoji publicly. Well, I just think uh, it's annoying. I don't know when it changed or how it changed, and I just don't think it really looks like me. And... Oh, I, I think they yeah. yeah, I think they did change them at some point fairly recently. Oh, did they actually? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes mine, me feel. Mine looks they the like same. forced me to update mine. Oh, okay. Uh, really? Mine yeah. looks the same. I'm still the chef, dude. <laughs> I remember the chef. Um also <laughs> I haven't seen like... that in so long. <laughs> I get I love it because like people are like, Are you a chef or something? I'm like, oh, <laughs> just... 
Real, real quick. Of I, course. Uh, since we were talking Snapchat, I asked my my Snapchat AI to pick a winner for this week. Mm-hmm. He's going with Dustin Johnson. <laughs> uh, I don't. I actually I, wasn't I, expecting that answer. So <laughs> that's I, a wild one. So uh, I yeah, told I him to pretend he's a golf podcaster and pick someone to win the U.S. Open this oh, week. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it does seem like a like a no laying up pick. No, I'm kidding. That's not a no laying up pick. No laying up pick would be like. Tommy Fleetwood, that's a good one. Is it actually? I've been their podcasts are pretty long. I haven't listened to them in a while. I still don't recognize the the voices. Just can't get into it. That's pretty tough. It's I'm like who are I remember like the new produce like somebody new came in and it's like who the fuck is this guy? And ever Kevin since Van then, it's been, there's a Van Falkenberg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to be like a writer for ESPN. I can't believe you don't know who Kevin Van Valkenburg is. Well, I know a Van Valkenburg. I know, <laughs> but like this guy's kind of a big deal in the related industry. Um, yeah. um, just like uh, what's that fucker's name? Eamon Lynch. Yeah, I, that motherfucker. I mean, yeah, I don't even know why I don't. Sick. I don't remember why I don't like him. I don't know, but can we get him? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been waiting. Um, all right. Leave the past behind, Aries. I uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, he was trying. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> so we got to know there. Uh, I feel indifferent towards this. I'm one. pretty. Yeah, I'm not. I don't even. I'm not even trying to ask you if you claim a resume. I'm just kind of done with Snapchat horoscopes. Okay, what's mine? <laughs> Hold yourself accountable. I e yeah. the beginning of this show. From before we went live, admit right. you shit your pants, Nick. <laughs> I, shit, I, sh- I shit my pants. I apologize to everyone involved. I shit my pants. I'm sorry. Um, Nick had a little incident this weekend. It was and you should apologize. He won't to own up to it. it. Yeah, he won't own yeah, up to it. I, I won't own up to it. I shit my pants. I'm sorry, Grandpa, for watching. Um, but yeah, I shit, I shit my pants. Um, no, I, I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry for everyone. I left my clothes in that truck. Everyone involved. Just, yeah, just, you know, take accountability for your actions. It's fucking ridiculous. I I agree. I agree. That's what I was, like, actually saying before the the show went live, (laughs) which is really funny. (laughs) What's your, uh, what's yours, Jackson? Mine's take your time, and I'll just say it. I have stronger words to describe it, but just for Sean's sake, I'll hold it to PG. I think it's pretty freaking lame, and I'm done with it. I'm done with you, Jake's astrology. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm done with the horoscopes, but, like, take your time. Like, take my time doing what? They're so vague. That's three words. They're purposely vague. There's three words. I've said for a long time. We I want something off- deep, man. I want we need like to get a sponsored horoscope company. Like, I want- <laughs> we need to reach out to horoscope apps and be like, hey, will you sponsor our horoscope segment? It's super fucking random. I want something really specific where it's like there's somebody who you need to meet at a coffee shop on Tuesday at 2.30 in the afternoon. And be like, oh there- fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like that's I feel yeah. like they should do a rebrand and just get really specific I and think really direct. Go to CoStar more. Look at CoStar. Yeah. I deleted CoStar. Fuck that app. The CoStar is, yeah, is so bad, actually, for horoscopes, as we've talked true. about on this podcast. <laughs> Astrology Cafe yeah. is the way to do it if you're going to do it. But yeah. We'll talk about that on our just a, And just another quick friendly reminder that the one time we went to Woodfield Mall and we were looking, we went to some random shop and they had bracelets for all of our horoscopes and sean's was an all black bracelet and it just fit i don't know it just made sense and this was like probably six years ago um i just i just can't get off of horoscopes because of that moment and i just like in that moment i was like shit dude that just like makes sense i'd like to note i'm wearing a bracelet currently and it's not all black well that's awesome i'm wearing an all black bracelet i'm just saying like because they were horoscope based, it just made so much sense. I remember well, looking at it being like, Fuck, that's because that like Aries, Aries is just like the douchebag like, <laughs> sign. It's basically fuck. just like you're a dick. Yeah. So it checks like out. Aries, so it made sense. I like some Aries. I like Aries. Do we know any Aries other than Sean? 
My brother. Which one? Connor. Man, I don't see it. My cousin Pearl. Yeah, I don't know her that well. Uh, a couple of my other cousins that you don't know. <laughs> I know a lot of Aries, to be quite honest. <laughs> Nick, do you know any Aries? I do, but that I would like, know. Yeah. Like who? I don't. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't oh, know any. Damn. Off the top. Well, if you're an Aries and you're a listener, let me know, and I can look at your profile and like see if I can get a gauge if you're like Sean or not. But yeah, uh, that's probably it. not. Because we're all unique individuals and our signs don't define us. I mean, you know, Sean, I agree with you. And then you read an astrology cafe and you're like, fuck, dude. You can read any single one. Of I know, Sean. I know, Sean. Sean, the thing is, it's astrology cafe. Like, Nick, I don't know. You remember we read this in uh, Outer Banks last year. Like, I remember reading the astrology cafe and being like, fuck. Yeah, there's some stuff, man. That's the only that's the only like deep dive on a horoscope that I've actually been like, oh, wow. They were, that was on a uh, co-star though. Oh, dude, that was Astrology Cafe. Mm-hmm. In Outer Banks, right, I well, that, remember that. That feels remember. like enough enough horoscope yeah, talk. Horoscope talk. Podcast is lengthy enough. Um, so it's a thanks juicy, everyone for I told you guys it was a juicy episode. It was jam packed, action filled. You know the deal. You know how we do it here. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Hit up a. Hit us up on socials, Golf Balling Pod on Twitter and Instagram. But more importantly, the new Golf Balling 2 Instagram page. Just because Sean said it's a bad name, I'm honestly running with it. Um, it's the worst name. It's mainly because I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I know you haven't. Nobody has followed it recently, Sean. Uh, probably my Uncle Todd followed it earlier today. Shout out to Uncle Todd. But um, yeah. Yeah, nobody's really following it yet. It'll happen. I just can't think of a better name that keeps golf balling in it. Yeah. I mean, is it that better than golf balling too? Or just golf underscore balling. If you if you have a better name, submit us a request. Golf dot balling message. Leave a comment. No, because it's golf balling, so it's got to be like one word. You can't do golf balling underscore. All right. right. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Ciao.